All righty. Uh, a little longer uh, expansion there as far as uh, some of the questions. We're waiting for the sheriff to call in. Hopefully we'll get Errol Tillon Jr. on uh, in a minute or so. Um, in a couple of minutes, we will chat with State Senator Anthony Palumbo on the uh, situation here regarding the state and Heckle LaSalle and we're all met yesterday regarding a judge's decision there. Uh, very important ruling. We'll get into that. I'm not going to spill the beans on that in full until we talk with uh, Tony Palumbo on that. Uh, all that in play. Uh, we should have the sheriff on in just a second. You know, uh, I didn't mention at all the Biden speech from Poland yesterday and it was, you know, there was a lot of uh, vim and vigor involved, obviously, that we've seen that from Biden before, you know, kind of the scolding effect and whatnot, standing strong with Ukraine. Um, it was a good speech. It was a good speech. I got to say so myself. Uh, we have the sheriff now. We'll get to more of that as far as the Biden stuff. Uh, if not towards the end of the show, certainly tomorrow, uh, we'll have a few people on on that. Uh, first, though, he is the Suffolk County Sheriff. You know well, Errol Tolan Jr. in his spot. Final Wednesday of a month. It is good to have you, and you're worth waiting for, my friend. How are you? I'm very sorry, Jay. How are you today? It is all all good. You never have to be sorry. Uh, before we get into a couple of things, I am noticing, Sheriff, a lot of these armed guards now to be stationed outside of some of the districts, some of the schools. Uh, the latest was, what, South Huntington schools. Uh, there's cost to it involved, but I think, more importantly, you have... Uh, that extra type of detail, which I think is needed, unfortunately, uh, with all that we've seen seen in the, around the schools around this country and whatnot. Uh, your thoughts, my friend? You think it's a good idea as far as stationing individuals there? You know, I think you know it's up to the individual school districts to make that decision. My only concern is to ensure that these staff are trained to the best of their ability. You know, even with firearms, it's something that you have to be very proficient and consistent with training. It's not necessarily saying that you only have uh, law enforcement people who are um, going to uh, be part of this contingent, but more importantly, have individuals who are going to be trained and alert, you know, and what are the protocols that they're going to uh, establish, especially when law enforcement will be responding if there is an active threat situation um, how how are they going to co-mingle during that type of event? That's important stuff, uh, no question. But uh, schools and now are taking the stand, especially with budgets and everything else. That has a lot to do with it as far as, you know what, uh, we're going to put some guards up here. Uh, and that's the course, it seems. A lot of this, especially around the island, are going right now. Uh, let's get into some of the other stuff because we've seen some gang activity as far as the uh, – Prosecution is concerned on some of these individuals, MS-13 and whatnot. Uh, the drug scene and everything else, you and I have spoken before. Let's get into the, the gang stuff. Uh, just recently, uh, individuals brought to justice and whatnot. This is a continued trend, a good trend, I might add, uh, in play here, Sheriff. And it will continue, no doubt, again, correlation of enforcement services coming together to make sure the streets are safe and whatnot. And I know you're going to be happy with some of this. Yes, absolutely. You know, it just goes to show when law enforcement works together and also, you know, getting key tips from our community. We can bring all these individuals to justice and, you know, working together not only with uh, the Suffolk County District Attorney's Office and 
the Suffolk County Police Department, but you know the Suffolk County Sheriff's Office is working with our state and federal authorities uh, when it comes to gang-related issues. And so I, I think we have a real good cohesiveness in trying to bring all these individuals to justice and the tragic crimes they're committing in our community. And the drugs, you know, the fentanyl you and I speak about, 73,000-plus uh, killed within the year around this country. Coming in, we know where it is, uh, and it's coming in like uh, Swiss cheese through those porous porous uh, lines of border. Uh, and it is killing people, it's killing Long Islanders, and it is a very, very big topic. Uh, and unfortunately, no end in sight, but I know you're doing your part there. Yeah, you know, the interesting thing, too, is that not only do we see uh, what fentanyl specifically is doing to our communities, but the amount of fentanyl that's, tr- that's attempted to be smuggled into our jails has increased also with unique ways of trying to smuggle them. So, you know, it's, it's on all fronts, unfortunately. So, you know, even though someone's incarcerated, there's, you know, uh, individuals are still trying to smuggle or uh, even through the mail sometimes, uh, sending uh, fentanyl. So we're, we're not only cognizant of what's going on in our communities and working with our law enforcement partners uh, because it is a scourge. It's, it's tragically taking so many lives. Um, and, and, you know, families are, are uh, you know, are lost uh, when individuals are addicted to this. And, you know, sometimes these, these young people don't even know the amount uh, that they're actually taking, and it's usually fatal doses. And, we, you know, you and I have both spoken many times that even the smallest, smallest amount of fentanyl can kill someone. Excellent point. Uh, and, you know, seeing these stories on various channels, uh, Sheriff, where I remember specifically one one kid uh, somewhere in the Midwest, you know, he took one pill, one pill, one pill, not knowing what it was, what it really contained, I should say, thought it was something else, and it killed him. And that's how potent, you know, this stuff is. We have been talking about for years the dangers, especially uh, something on the street where you don't know the makeup of it. It is vital to get that message out uh, to parents, into the schools, whatever, signage. It is so important to get that word out, right? Yes, the the education is so important to try and inform, you know, our residents. You know, we have adults using it too, not just kids. And so, you know, not only in schools, I mean, we, we used to see, uh, you know, years ago when, when I was a young kid, you know, this is an egg and, you know, this is your brain and then this is your brain on drugs, you know, and it was in a frying pan. But we don't see any messaging out, even if it's, you know, via via social media or just on television, on on the dangers of drugs, especially fentanyl. So, you know, it, it's tragic, and I, I think we have to do something maybe just from a county perspective to try and inform our residents of the dangers of fentanyl and other drugs. I've said this for years, you know, put some billboards out there. You know, in the old Nancy Reagan days, just say no, right? We don't yes. see any of that. I, I can't figure it out, especially near the uh, near the schools. Put these billboards out there. Just say no, and and put some captions as far as fentanyl, what it could do. It can't hurt, right? Exactly. You know, we can uh, clearly, if we can put arm arm security in schools, we can definitely do some messaging uh, regarding uh, fentanyl and other drugs and the dangers to our children. 
two on Junior with us, the uh, Sheriff Suffolk County. Sheriff, anything we need to know? Where are we at with things? I know the outreach continues into the communities. Messaging important. You're a big advocate of that. Give us the latest in that regard. Well, I think the, the latest that uh, I think I haven't discussed with you is the fact that we created a correction intelligence center. And so we have uh, many jurisdictions, just jails and prisons, who are seated in our center. And so we're working with New York City, Nassau, Westchester, Rockland, New York State Corrections, and uh, we're bringing in, uh, it will be virtually, uh, Texas, Connecticut, Florida, New Jersey, Delaware, uh, Michigan, and also California and Nevada, and then looking to have an international footprint where we're looking to see what are the trends that are occurring in jails, which also reflect what's going on in our communities, and being being able to discuss this with other uh individuals that work in jails and prisons, and more importantly, uh, to district attorneys and police departments when it comes to crime in our communities. Excellent idea. You know, you get some feedback uh, from uh, other uh, other venues and whatnot around the country. Uh, you Sometimes it can be utilized in your neck of the woods. Not a bad idea to share uh, information. Uh, it's an excellent idea. And all that is going underway or kind of will be in play? that is underway right now uh we're going to have a press conference next month formally unveiling it and uh letting everyone know what we're doing and so it, we we feel very positive it's going to be the first in the country uh regarding having a uh, a fusion center just specifically dealing with correction or jails and prisons and we're we're looking forward to really making a huge change uh in the criminal justice system uh, around the country more specifically our region we await that. It should be uh, an, an excellent uh, an excellent situation involved, no question. Anything to help the uh, uh, the overall goal uh, as far as making the streets safe. Sheriff, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you as we get into the month of March, my friend. You stay well, all right? Thank you, Jay. Have a great day.